Hey traders, Akil Stokes here and welcome to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. Today, we're going to answer an age-old question, is trading gambling? I think you're going to find my response to be very interesting and uh, perhaps surprising. We're going to talk about trading like the casino, about the psychological effect that each current trade has on your next trade. And I'm even going to ask for you guys to take a pat with me and hopefully commit to something that will improve your trading for the long run. Now, before we get started, I just want to give you guys a big thank you for the support. You guys have been doing an awesome job of sharing the show. We have increased the number of downloads for the third consecutive week. So keep it up. If you're new, make sure you subscribe and please make sure you continue to share. And let's actually do this. Let's let me look up the definition of gambling for you. Because, you know, I say trading is not gambling, but that's when we when we take gambling into a negative sense. Gambling isn't necessarily a negative thing. But gambling is waging the money of something of value doo -doo -doo, on the event of an uncertain outcome. Right. So if we take that definition right again, gambling is the wagering of money or something of value on an event with an uncertain outcome with the primary intent of winning money. Right. Technically, everything we do is gambling because we never know if any specific trade will win or lose. Am I correct? So technically, it's gambling. Now, the difference is, right, so we're gamblers, but it's, that's not necessarily a negative thing. And, and when we talk about it in this industry, we typically talk about it in a negative sense, meaning this trader has the gambling mentality. And it's, a, it's meaning that they, they, they approach the market emotional and, and, and kind of, you know, how we picture a casino, right? Roll the dice, shake them up, throw them down, yell and shout, hope that you win, end up a little broker than you did going in. But yeah, technically getting out of bed in the morning is gambling. Everything is gambling because we don't, we never know the outcome unless you've got a time machine or some super mutant power that you can see into the future. It's gambling because we don't know. So trading is technically gambling because whenever I place a trade, I'm, I'm in the Aussie Canada right now. I don't know if the Aussie Canada is going to win or lose on this particular trade. So technically it's a gamble. Now, the difference is what we're doing, what we should be doing, at least as professional traders, we should be gambling with the edge. There's a great book called um, Trade Like a Casino. I haven't read it, but I've heard it was a great book. Maybe I shouldn't have called it a great book, but it's been recommended to me. But they talk about this in um, the second Market Wizards, the new Market Wizards books, where it's kind of more Forex related as well. But they, they actually interviewed a professional gambler and he was a professional gambler before he got into trading. But what we're doing is when we trade, we are the casino, meaning if the whatever our strategy is, let's say the Gartley, because that's what we were talking about. If the Gartley pattern is our casino game. Right. We are the casino, meaning we are playing with the edge. We are trading a strategy that over time, if traded consistently, has a positive expectancy. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that it wins more than 50% of the time. Something can have a positive expectancy and win 20% of the time. Hopefully, you listened to the podcast episode I put out on Monday called Who Gives a Boop? about your win percentage because your win percentage doesn't matter nearly as much as you think. Great example, the turtle traders.
what matters is does it have a positive expectancy? So if I take each and every valid trade that I'm supposed to take, I should be profitable in the end, right? The casino will always make money because it has the edge on all of its games. Now, there may be someone that comes in there and is a, a big winner, but all the other losers that come in are going to make up for that. And the only job that a casino has is to keep people coming in the door and then to keep them there. And that's like, that's a good old casino trick. Same, supermarkets do the same thing. You ever notice in a casino and supermarket, no windows, no clocks? Hmm. Little psychology thing there. No windows, no clocks in casinos and supermarkets. They don't want you to leave. They don't want you knowing what time it is. They don't want you knowing you spent two more hours in there than you were supposed to. They don't want you remembering what's outside. Oh yeah, the real world does exist. No. Only difference is the supermarket doesn't have all those bells and, and whistles that excite you. There was an interesting study done um, relating gambling to sex and cocaine. The same arousal of gambling is the same arousal you get during sex and doing cocaine. And I think I may be making this next part up. In fact, I probably am making this next part up, but I remember it for some reason. If you have sex, gamble, and do cocaine at the same time, you will just spontaneously combust. Wasn't that a wasn't that a theory too? Like, what was it? If you if you burp and hiccup at the same time, then like your your heart jumps out of your chest. Anybody hear that? Matthias is like, sign me up. <laughs> was it no seriously, is, is there something like that? Like if you burp and hiccup or, or burp and fart, or, there's something that if you do them at the exact same time, hiccup and something? No? Okay. No, I'm serious. I, I, I remember hearing this somewhere. It's in my mind. So either, either someone told me this as a kid and I was at the point where I just, you know, unconscious incompetence, where I just thought everything I heard was right and it just stayed with me. Um, either that it, or I actually read it somewhere. <laughs> News to me. Okay, well, yeah. Well, if it's wrong, I didn't tell it to you. Jason Greystone did. But yeah, so... The win percentage, yeah. So win percentage, does, we, we can have a, a below average win percentage and still still be profitable. It's all about the positive expectancy or if we have a positive expectancy, if we have the edge. So when you're back testing your strategy, the key is not necessarily what you're trading, is how you're trading it. Are you trading it the same way? So going back to the Gartley formation as example, are you trading it at the AB equals CD completion every single time? Or are you trading it there sometimes, but there at another time, but then at this other place, a different time? And I think the best thing that you can do is be consistent. Even if it's not the most efficient way, trading it the most, trading it consistently, I should say, is going to put you in the best position. Now you guys are all pumped up on, on cocaine and sex and gambling now. Tony's typing in strippers and dwarfs, and I, I've lost you guys. Cookers and cocaine. <sighs> Phil says, I get that there's, there's nothing certain in trading or life, but in general, hear me out. Even though I could be wrong, gamble is something uncertain, but if you test some strategies with a positive expectancy, doesn't that give you a bit of certainty that you'll make profit? Yes. Big picture. 
Big picture it does. But can we predict the outcome of any given single trade? We can't. So any given single trade is a gambling. And again, this is why it's a little bit weird. Because technically it is a gamble. But we're gambling with the edge. Because no, I, I can't tell you whether the trade I took today is going to win or lose. I can't tell you whether the next trade is going to win or lose. And, that, and this is another thing, right? This is why we, we tell traders you got to treat each trade as an individual. Right? How many of you guys have taken, right? How many of you guys have been in the drawdown? A period where you're losing. Right? How many of you guys have taken a loss, a tough loss, and then you've let that tough loss affect your next trade, where you've, you've took that tough loss and then you get the same exact pattern formation, right? You, you take a Gartley pattern, for example, sticking with the same type of strategy. You take a Gartley, it loses, then another Gartley comes up and now you're a little bit scared, right? You guys ever been there? You're like, ah, hmm, I don't know if I wanna take this one. Well, why, why, why are you unsure? Well, because that last one lost. Well, what does the last trade have to do with your current trade? Nothing, right? But we think that. And you can make the argument on the other side as well. You're in a winning streak and now you think you're untouchable, right? You can't be stopped. I just won five trades in a row. I'm hot. No way I can lose this sixth one, right? Same thing as a sports player, right? You take a shot and you miss. Does that have any effect on your next shot? Aside from the psychological element? No. There's even been a study done that there's no such thing as hot streaks. Right? When someone gets on fire, that doesn't really exist aside from the psychological element that they're more confident in themselves. Same thing in trading. Right? So we never know what the result of each individual trade is going to be, and therefore we shouldn't let the previous trade affect us. Right? We need to have a short memory, take a minute or so to reflect on it, write it down, think about it, and then move on to the next trade. Right? If anything, your odds should increase if you think about it. There's actually a money management position sizing strategy based on that. And the more you lose, the more you start, uh, the more you increase your position size. Because if you're trading a 60% system and you lose five trades in a row or four trades in a row, theoretically, your next six trades should be winners. The chances of you winning, right, should be higher than losing. Um, there's some issues with that, but that's for another topic. But yeah, so we don't know the, we never know the outcome of each individual trade. But like you did, like you mentioned, Phil, we know we're confident in the big term outcome. I'm very confident in knowing exactly how much I'll return each year. I'm very confident in knowing that if I if I trade my strategy or my system as a whole, it will be profitable. We know that. We just don't know how it's going to come. Last year, I got slapped in the face and punched in the mouth to start the year. Six weeks of being hit over the head with a shovel, right? The markets just kicked my tail for the first six weeks, right? And then I had a 10-month winning streak. The year before that, traded good from January to May, then went sideways from May, June, July, August, September. Year before that, traded good all year. And then got destroyed September, October, November. 
So you, you never know how it's going to happen. So the only thing that we can control is that we consistently execute the plan. That's the only thing we can control is our actions. We can't control the outcome. We can only control the process. And we have to trust that if we're going through the process the right way, we will get the desired outcome. And the only thing that can stop us from getting that desired outcome is self-sabotage. So stop self-sabotaging yourself. Stop doing it. It's not your system. It's you. Stop doing it. Can we all agree right here today to stop self-sabotaging ourselves? Type in, I agree. I will not self-sabotage. I want you to actually type it in. Type it in. Positive affirmation. I will not self-sabotage myself. And let's all agree to, agree to that. Let's make a pact right here today that we will not do that. And that if we ever run into a trader that is about to do it, we will give them some positive encouragement. You take that losing trade. It's okay. There we go. Thank you. Good eye statements. I like it. Pinky swear. Perfect. All right. We should be trading, right? <laughs> we should be talking about trading. All right. So as you can see, my opinion on the question is yes, trading is gambling, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. If you're treating your trading like a casino, it means you are gambling, but you are gambling with the edge, which in the long run means you should be consistently profitable over time as long as you don't sabotage your trade. So I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. As always, leave me some feedback on the social media. Subscribe if you're new, share, and please leave me a rating.